This is uh, Officer Kukowski saying that love is not admissible evidence, and shut up, Leonard. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Andrew. I'm Matt. And we like community. We do. Today, we're going to tell you about, uh, we're going to talk all about uh, episode three of season six, which is called Basic Basic Crisis Crisis Room Decorum. Yes, uh, this is an episode written by Monica Padrick, directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Old Bob Scratch Goldfarb. Yep. He coined himself on one Harmontown many a time ago. <laughs> and before we get uh, much further, uh, let's thank Alex Machina oh, of Slack- Slactory.com. Oh, cool website. It's so cool. Uh, and they let us use the Shut Up Leonard Mega Mix as our theme what? song. I love that theme song. And I, I kind of hope that there's... I don't know why Plugs Guy is coming out this early in the show. <laughs> Uh, I do you hope that there'll eventually be a Shut Up Leonard Mega Mix remix because of all these season six Shut Up Leonard so That'd far? That'd be cool. I'd love to see that. That'd be nice. Uh, also, I, it was after season three that this first Mega Mix happened, right? Yeah, but there wasn't much in season four, of no. course. Uh, I don't even Dark think there was one. In season five, there might have been just one. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to touch on something I forgot uh, that I realized from our last episode. Uh, in season six, episode two... Yeah. Uh, the Chang plot line was that he got bit by a cat and then he was continually uh, not remembering where he was yeah. or people's names. Yes. Do you think that this was perhaps a, a poke at season four's Changnesia and in fact, a better version of it? I mean, I'll agree that it's a better version of it, but I, yeah. don't, I don't know that it was a poke at it. Okay. Okay. I just thought I should bring this up <laughs> because I, I realized this and I thought, oh, that was a much better version of whatever they would call Changnesia. Well, yeah, because they got it done in an episode and it was funny. And it was funny. In fact, all of uh, Chang's subplots this season so far have been hilarious to yeah, me. Yeah, he's been tops. Uh, which is which is pretty amazing because some, sometimes even Chang annoyed me. Yeah. Uh, but now he's hilarious You're on board consistently. For Chang. And Ken Jeong recently said in an interview that he's never going to leave community. Good. So that means he's not going to do Dr. Ken, which you thought <laughs> sounded terrible. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> I'm not going to recant. Uh, let's talk about this episode, though. Yes, a quick overview of this episode. Uh, well, first, before we even get into that, do you know what this episode is? Do you know what number this episode is? 603? 100. Oh, right. This is they, the 100th episode of Community. That's their hashtag, hashtag Community 100. Yeah. We got another episode hashtag to play with. <laughs> another hash. So they, they, finally made, they finally made syndication They're going to get numbers. syndicated on Yahoo now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, do you think that really matters anymore? What, where, where do we stand on hundreds? I think it's just a fun milestone, mm-hmm, breaking mm-hmm. off that hundo. Mm-hmm. What do you think when a show makes it to like 500? Should they just stop? I mean, well, what show in recent memory besides one? Has Simpsons? That, yeah, that's the one uh, I'm thinking of. How? Mm, I don't want to talk about Bones. Sure. <laughs> but I think it's got at least 200 or 300 at yeah, this point. Uh, Bones hasn't hit 500, though. No, but I think it could, and that worries me. You think me. It's, still, it's still got that much time? Gunsmoke in? definitely hit 500. <laughs> they were on as long as The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, that's true. For a while. Now it's less. Is that, all right, yeah. Because yeah, they were on see. for 20-something, and now Simpsons yeah. is 20. Well, then every show was on for as long as The Simpsons for a while. <laughs> yep. That's a good little <laughs> trick you can play on people. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> How many shows have been as long as The Simpsons? All of them. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> it's like what's the what's the thing you know what i'm thinking of yep 
<laughs> Listeners, answers on a postcard. What is the thing that I'm thinking of? <laughs> How many chickens are in a coop? Oh, get out of here. I tried to look up bones on Wikipedia and it took me to the Wikipedia page on a bone. <laughs> Good God. Bones has been running for 200 episodes exactly. Okay. They should stop. Wow. <laughs> they should have stopped a long time ago. Yeah, but who, what is it bothering you? It you just can, is. You should stop. That's what I'll say. It's just... It just is. <laughs> Let's talk about this episode. So this episode, uh, a quick a quick summary, uh, not to get into a lot of details, yeah, is yeah, there's yeah, a crisis yeah, 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 yeah. at Greendale involving a dog, mm-hmm. and they Ruffles. have they have to quell it before yeah. it gets out of hand and uh, maybe community's done for. Or not community, but Greendale. Greendale. Yeah. Greendale is community, in my mind, because <laughs> uh, they're a community college. Yeah, the health of one is the health of the other. That's interesting. <laughs> All right, so top of the episode, mm-hmm. uh, Annie's doing some work at, what, three in the morning? Yeah. Uh, doing what you just did, crossing off things on a checklist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, she gets an emergency email yeah. that alerts her. Well, she gets an email. Yeah. She doesn't know it's an emergency until she reads it. Well, it's, it's the email's uh, subject line, I believe, is heads up. Yeah, but she just gets an e- Does it say that in the little <clears throat> warning, or does it just say email, reader, close? It says email... Heads up. My point is she does not get an emergency notification. It felt like an emergency notification. Oh, well, yeah. I feel like for Annie, every notification is an emergency notification. Sure. <laughs> so anyway, she, she reads this email. She starts uh, texting. Yeah. She texts Frankie. Yeah. Uh, Frank, Frankie. Frankie is wearing some kind of sleep helmet. Yeah. It's not just a mask. It's, it's kind of like in Star Wars, the, the crash helmet that Luke wears when he's, when he's doing the thing in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Sure. Was that enough words that people will know what I'm talking about? I hope so. <laughs> so. When he's practicing with the remote in the first movie. I understand what you're saying. You all get it. It's, it's, the point is, it's a, it's a hilarious thing to sleep in. I can't imagine it would be comfortable. 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 Yep. But uh, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of lady Frankie Tart is. She can, she, she can only fall asleep in one of those. I'm going to Well, she also mentions that ha- she sleeps only half her brain at a time, like do a dolphin. You, do you, yeah. Do you think the helmet is in some way related to that? Oh, yes. Okay. Most certainly. And uh, next to her bedside, she has a copy of The Fountainhead. Yes. Anne Rand's famous novel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I, that... I think you'll find. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I, maybe I will, maybe I won't. <laughs> Uh, Annie Rained uh, wrote this novel. Yeah, <laughs> all about uh, uh, you know stuff that Frankie would like. <laughs> she wrote it just for Frankie. <laughs> I think that's a that's one of those great character details. Yeah, I wanted to mention. Um, I wrote down uh, when we come back to Annie. You can see a picture on her desk, and it looks like it's her and two other people. Yeah, in this picture. What do you th- do? You think this is family? Do you think this is her, Troy, and Abed? What do you think? It looks like they're on a beach. I think I'm gonna say family. I think if it was her Troy and Abed, we would have met them by now. What? If it was her Troy and Abed, we would have met them by now. Met who? The people in the picture. Her Troy and Abed. You're the one who brought this up. Why are you getting confused? Because <laughs> you said if it's tr- her Troy and Abed, we would have met them by now. Yeah, I don't understand what what you don't get. Troy and Abed. <laughs> you suggested that the people in this picture were her Troy and Abed. Yes. And I'm saying, if that was the case, we would have met them by now. (laughs) I do not understand where you're getting confused. I don't understand where you're making sense. (laughs) We might have to stop recording to just figure this out. (laughs) Now, what you say... (laughs) When you posit the theory that this is her Troy and Abed... 
You were suggesting that these are her best friends, no? Annie. <laughs> what? What, you, what does that mean? Okay. Here's what, what, what when you asked when you suggested that the people in this picture were her Troy and Abed, what did you mean by that? Please tell me in, in plain words. Good God, what has happened to us? <laughs> <laughs> Answers on a postcard. Who's not making sense right now? So tweet us at Shut Up Len Pod on Twitter so we can figure out which of us is the fool. <laughs> Are you okay? I've lost Andrew. Andrew is, is uncommunicative right now. He, he is incapable of responding. You, you're telling me to stop. We, we, I will not have dead air. I'm going to narrate this, this descent into giggle fits. I'm not going to let this just take over the podcast. I have to talk us through it. So I'm going to ask you one more time. When you said that the people in this picture were Troy and Abed, what did you mean? <clears throat> The picture on Annie's desk. <laughs> Go! No, don't stop. Do not stop. This is real. I'm not trying to edit out the truth right now. Truth is different from honesty. It's in the episode. On Annie's desk, you can see a picture. Yeah. I'm asking you. What are you asking me? Who do you think's in that picture? Yeah, <laughs> but what did you mean when you said her, Troy, and Abed? Annie. Yeah. Troy. Oh! <laughs> the character Troy, who is not on the show anymore. You meant literally. And the character Abed. You meant literally. What did you mean? <laughs> How I, could they know? What? I thought you meant it was, it because was, I only saw one picture, one person, because the picture was kind of cut off, and it wasn't Annie, it was a woman. I thought you were suggesting that woman was the Troy to her Abed. No. Which is why I said we would have met that person if that was the case. I thought you were trying to do a gag where you didn't know who Troy or Abed was. And it just didn't make any sense because you kept going. I thought he's never been this dedicated to a gag before. <laughs> Who's Troy? And I was going Who's Troy? Your... Not on this season. I thought I was going off your point. And I thought, how did he get confused by the idea that he brought into this episode here? Good God. I was also just thinking, uh, if that picture is of three people and one of them is Annie, the other two, if they're family, neither of them looks like... Um, Spencer? Spencer, whatever his character's yeah. name was. I'm sorry. My, nope. Albert. I thought it also started with Albie? an A. Albie. Was Not Albert. Uh, Alan? <laughs> nope, sorry. Alfred. Nope. Al. I thought it was A-N. It's another A-N Andrew. name. It's not Andrew. Ant-Man. <laughs> yep, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. The prequel to Ant-Man. Yeah, you got to find out how it gets that T. It's oh, super important. Good God, we need to move on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Um, something, something took control of us clearly. Uh, so, all right. So then, Frankie, fucking Frankie. That's how far into the episode we are. We haven't even made it past that. I just wanted to know who's in the picture. That's oh, all I wanted my to know. God. <laughs> she texts Frankie to say hey, shit's going down. Uh, tell the dean. She'll say Frankie. Well, says, Annie. Annie says. Maybe maybe you should text everyone, not the dean. Yeah, well, and Frankie says, "Why why can't 
the well, dean no, do Frankie's going to text the dean, and Frankie is saying, I will tell the dean to tell everyone else. Yeah, and Annie says, are you sure? Yeah, maybe you should do it. And Frankie Frankie says, I'll handle it. And Annie says, do what you think's best. Anthony was the man's name. Anthony. Um, so yeah, uh, she says, do what you do, 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 So do, then thank you. Frankie texts the dean, and yeah. and he's, she says, uh, let her, uh, he's, she tells him, and he says, I'll let everyone know. And she says, or I can do it. If you want. And he says, I can handle that. Yeah. And so he texts Annie and Jeff. <laughs> so right off the... <laughs> Annie right already out, knows. Right out of the bat, he's already... Before he's even getting into the failure we'll talk about, he's already only texting two of the others. Two of the four others he's supposed to text. Yeah, in a group text. Uh, and and, and uh, one of them already knows. Mm-hmm. And the other, as we, we soon find out, is not actually Jeff, but is in fact a teenage boy in Japan who somehow the dean has come to believe that this is Jeff Fo- Jeff's phone number. How do you think that happened? This is I have this question here. Uh, and how long do you think this has been happening? I think it's been going on for a while. Yeah. I'm going to say, and this is totally arbitrary, this is just my gut feeling, mm-hmm. halfway through season five this started. Do you think it, uh, it might be somehow, like, Jeff might have done this transfer of number and told these kids and maybe paid, paid no them? i definitely don't think that because he because he clearly doesn't know about it in this episode he he would know well why he doesn't know what's going on he just doesn't yeah but i think when when the dean keeps bringing up all his <laughs> acting like it's a normal thing he would expect hey maybe this has something to do with that hmm. i think what here's you my think theory. jeff gave a random number here's my theory hmm. at some point jeff had to fill out some kind of paperwork as a faculty member of greendale Ooh. and he just wrote just a random string of numbers on his on in in the phone number. and the dean finally had him yeah but not really. But not really. It was actually. But then now these teens are just playing a prank on him. Yeah. He says, "Hey Jeffrey, I love you." And his first text would be that. Yeah. And the course. kids go, "Oh, we got this guy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they go, "Yes, I am Jeffrey." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, that's interesting. That's uh, interesting. I okay, like so that. everyone goes to everyone convenes them a school. Yes. Uh. They all meet up and then they're they're the study room. they're briefed in the study room. They're briefed on the fact that City College is going to run an attack ad on Greendale. Mm-hmm. They watch it and the attack ad says that a dog received a degree a degree at Greendale. Yeah. Uh, uh, before that, though, <clears throat> uh, I've got several notes before that. Well, please actually. do. Uh, so for uh, Jeff mentions that he's mad because he had to w- clean off his face cream which he mentions is $200 an ounce, which seems crazy on a teacher's salary. I'm just going to put that out there. Do you think somehow he's charging it to the school? That's interesting. I think for Green, I, think, I don't think Greendale can afford that either. No. Uh, so I just wrote that down. Um, British shits her pants. Was it clear to you that she shat her pants right away? No, in fact... I didn't get it until Jeff called back I, later. I almost half got it then, and then now you fully cemented it as that is what oh, actually happened. Oh, you didn't happened. even get it until now. I... I mean, I considered it, but I thought it, it it didn't make a lot of sense. But now that you've fully said it out loud, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I guess Brita, that's got to be that's got to be it. <laughs> Britta shows up drunk because she just got she came from work where she works as a bartender, mm-hmm. uh, and she tried to prove she was not drunk by doing some kind of w- interpretive dance move, uh, and accidentally shit her pants and run off. Uh, we get a nice moment here where uh, Frankie and Andy we we're, we're kind of seeing a little bit of bonding between them. Uh, Andy is saying, "Hey, you helped fix up the school," and she said, "Hey, you helped me help it," and it's all good there. Um, and well, then, they, but I like the I like the punchline to that where they're they're complimenting each other and Jeff says, "Oh, get a boardroom." Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it's good stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, a good Chang moment right here. Uh, so Chang has taken the the printout of the email that Annie brought in, <laughs> and he says, "Oh, you, you you left out the part that doesn't serve you." And Annie says, "What are you talking about?" 
uh, glad to hear Brenda's better. And then Chang just has this kind of perfect, he, he like shows it around the room and he goes, huh? Huh? Uh, it's it's just it's big 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 ups to Ken Jung for for nailing that line. Um, yes, uh, and and that becomes a great running gag uh, where he says the Brenda effect, the Brenda yeah, paradox. At, at various times, Brenda he's trying to he's trying to get with the group and and act like he knows what's going on. And but just he keeps, can't get off Brenda. He can't get off Brenda. Um, and then uh, Abed reveals that he he has an in to see the ad because he has a friend in the AV club at uh, City College. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Brotherhood of AV yeah, is stronger than AV. your silly alliances. Yeah, we, we, we worship the, the, the great queen video and her, her uh, loyal consort uh, audio, Yeah, <laughs> which I like. And here I'll talk about this because uh, throughout Community we have seen, we've seen glimpses into sort of secret societies, uh, the air conditioning repairmen, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there was Dean Law in season four, which really rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here we're in season six, Dan Harmon's back in charge. And uh, I think we're back to an appropriate use of strong societies because I totally buy this. I could see how the AV clubs of two very close colleges would be connected like that. Mm-hmm. And I could see why Abed would, would value them above uh, loyalties to schools. It checks out. It makes sense. It's good fun. I keep it in the table. That's probably not a good idea with this recording setup, which is different from my own. But I'm an emphatic guy. I can't help it. Let's talk about the ad. What? Yeah. <coughs> oh. The attack ad. Eh. Uh- so this attack ad is by uh, City College, and it says that Greendale graduated a dog, gave a dog a degree. Yeah. Uh, the Ruffles. dog's name is Ruffles, and this uh, the dog enrolled in 2001. Yeah. Eight years later, got the degree. So 09, which puts it at the beginning of uh, Did they say that? Community. I thought, I thought they specifically said 2008. Well, they said eight years later, I heard. Okay. Uh, but either way, it's right at the beginning of when Community started. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that this is like pre- yeah. This is stuff that happened before the group came together. So it's like, yeah. I also have a question, uh, and we—I mean—we can get more into detail on this as we get deeper into the episode. But yeah. how does this uh, a dog getting a degree, which is which is uh, uh, what's her name, Frankie, asks right away, "Did we give a dog a degree?" Yeah. And the dean does not answer. Yeah, uh, he just makes a face, and that kind of signals maybe we did. The dean's maybe, faces are on point in this episode. Oh yes, maybe way. Greendale did give a dog a degree. Yeah, maybe he can't remember. Uh, but definitely not no. It's yeah. definitely not a no. <laughs> not a firm no here. Uh, and how do you think this plays into the Dean's love of Dalmatians and perhaps <laughs> dogs in general? Uh, well, I don't think the Dean has a love of dogs in general. I think it's a very specific Dalmatian-only love. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just pure oversight on the Dean's part. You don't think there was any help from the Dean to get Ruffles enrolled? No, I don't. I, I think I think so, I think someone had a scheme. I think somehow Ooh. Ruffles getting a degree worked into somebody's scheme somewhere, mm-hmm. and the dean just never noticed. He just never noticed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe some teacher wanted to big up their enrollment numbers. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know what. It and was. then another teacher heard about it and said, "Oh yeah, I get yeah. Ruffles in my class." Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we might be finding out a lot, a lot more animals enrolled. Yeah, it just might to be get a, their numbers a, a running up. Running problem in, in, because it's the same. Know. They they say later that uh, the dog was enrolled in attendance based classes, yes. not grade based. Yeah, which is very telling. <laughs> Um, although he did, he did uh, the ad. They don't get into this later, but the ad claims that it received a bachelor's degree specifically, yeah, not an associate's degree. So four. All right, years. that was four year, not eight years. Why am I thinking? Oh, because no, it was tw- eight years, but it got a four year degree. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, <clears throat> what do I have next? Oh, yeah. So then they say they need to get the room together. Abed lists all the things they need: uh, clocks of different time zones, mm-hmm. uh, a map. Well, they're turning it into a situation room. Yes. 
uh, clocks of different time zones, a big red phone, a uh, a map with little Nazi tanks, and maybe a Godzilla. Oh. Which I like to dissect that that phrasing there. He says oh, a boy. Godzilla. Here we go. Which uh, I, what I like about that is that it is technically correct <laughs> because even though throughout the movies they refer to Godzilla as if that is the creature's name, there are in fact you know Godzilla. Spoiler alarm for 1954's Godzilla. Godzilla dies at the end of the movie, uh, and in the subsequent movies, it's 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 not the same Godzilla. It's just another creature that they also call Godzilla. So in fact. A Godzilla is appropriate, even though that is seemingly the creature's name. Good on Abed for using correct kaiju semantics. Uh, also, uh, when so they're all kind of splitting up at this point. Yeah. Uh, Frankie and Ann, Annie. Yeah. Frankie and Annie. Frankie and Annie. <clears throat> they're going to go look into the records not to see yet. what happens first. Uh, first, uh, Jeff tries to bail because he's not into this whole situation. Oh, sure. situation. He says we could call it a cookie room, but that doesn't mean there's actually cookies here. Right. At which point, Chang and, and, and uh, Dean get very excited uh, but uh, and, and their hopes are dashed when they realize that, of course, there are no actual cookies in the room. Mm-hmm. It's a hilarious little moment. I also have a... I forgot. I skipped over this note in my own notes. Mm-hmm. Uh <clears throat> what Brenda comes up again. Chang brings up Brenda again. Yeah, Elroy thinks. I, well, I really like Brenda's Brenda. Yeah, because El- <laughs> Elroy has found Brenda wandering <clears throat> the campus and has given her a, a new pair of pants. Uh, and he says, "What's going on?" Uh, Chang says, "Brenda has a thyroid problem." And then he just immediately says, "Oh, I'm sorry, Brenda." To Brenda, it's very, it's a very nice moment. There's a lot of great Elroy. Uh, clearly, it's clear that this is like his first day mm-hmm. as part of a Greendale situation. Um, so that's great. Uh, we we at, at some point we went to you know a, a commercial break. There's no ads on Roku or Apple TV, but mm-hmm. if you're watching this on your computer or a phone, there's maybe ads. Or if you're watching it on your tablet, every two minutes of video gets you ten minutes of buffering. It's a bummer. It's a bad situation. Um, but when we came back from that, we see the map, which does have a dinosaur <laughs> on the map. Not a, not a Godzilla, but a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a dog, which is appropriate. Yep. Uh, a little mini Statue of Liberty, and then a bunch of other things I couldn't quite make out. And they also have a globe with one of those like star map things, like the extended, so you can <laughs> see what's on the night sky. That's really good. Um, uh, Alroy, uh, he what does he find? On he finds something on the internet. Because I wrote down the line because he, he has. Uh, I also found a bunch of people's social security numbers. This internet has gone too far. Mm-hmm. But he also he find what was the, what was the plot thing that he found? I can't remember. The some kind of proof about the dog. Yeah. Oh, he found the dog's enrollment form. Right. Because uh, then they they say that it's listed as a slightly different named breed than is said in the ad. Right. 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 So right. Jeff is trying to prove, and the whole thing here is Jeff is saying. You know, it doesn't matter whether or not we gave it a degree. It just matters if they can prove we gave it a degree. Yeah, he has this little speech about truth. Truth is an artificial construct. Yeah, uh, which which I thought was harkening back to season one almost. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit uh, in in uh, football feminism and you. Oh no, it would have been uh, well a little in football feminism and you, but more so the episode where he was trying to get papers from Duncan to cheat. But also, I think just in general, like uh, just it's not that he's backsliding. It's just that he knows this tactic. Yeah. This is this is something he's familiar with and something that he's he he thinks he's really good at. Yeah, uh, and here uh, so after that speech, uh, Dean uh, texts Jeff to say <laughs> that you were inspiring. Uh, at which point, the Japanese teacher says you were inspiring and asks him to go buy olives. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a great moment here where Jeff uh, just sort of coincidentally is he happens to be texting at his phone, so that's why the main the illusion can be maintained. Mm-hmm. And Jeff kind of makes a look. 
where he scratches his nose and gives it like a quizzical look at the phone, which is just enough that you can see how Dean would reasonably interpret that as, oh, he wants those olives. <laughs> like there's just enough there that you can see how the Dean would, would think that would support what's going on. Uh, it's it's really great. Um, and then we have a we have a Britta and Elroy scene, actually, is next, mm-hmm, according mm-hmm. to my notes. Um, uh, well, right before that... Um that's where that's where everyone goes off that's where frankie and annie go to the copy room yes the records room and jeff uh he goes over to one of the boards to and he begins to write uh which later you see he writes the three d's discredit denial and destroy yeah uh and while he's doing this chang says i got a great idea i'm gonna go over to city City college College and and make a porno porno. yeah (laughs) and jeff says sure and then chang leaves and goes wait what yeah (laughs) good stuff uh, we come back. The first thing we see is Britta and Alroy. They've gone to get coffee, hanging out in the RV. Yeah, drinking coffee. Uh, I like immediately. I like, and this was probably in the second episode, but I didn't write it down. Then the the slogan for his company, Virtue Good, is it's not good, it's Virtue Good, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, they discover that they like a, a, the same band. Natalie is freezing. Yeah, uh, and their song Pillar of Garbage. Uh, which we were then treated with a, a, a fantasy sequence in which Britta is, is believing herself into in yeah Britta and Elroy kind of music video for the song. They're seated in the RV, and yeah. then as the song starts to play, Britta starts to sing, and and the pieces of the RV kind of pull away. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Britta's outfit changes briefly. Yeah. Uh, and she's singing perfectly, and then we're we're brought immediately back to reality. This is a big shot in the trailer for season six. <clears throat> yeah, it's a fun shot. Yeah. It's kind of misleading, but that's the fun of trailers. It's true. Uh, and here's what, like, we, we, the quality of Britta's singing has been a source of disagreement for some fans over the course of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she, in, in the Christmas pageant episode, she is, of course, portrayed as being a very terrible singer. Mm-hmm. But as people pointed out in the season three premiere, when they have the big musical number, she's a very good singer there. Mm-hmm. People say there's a discrepancy. I say this fits in with the story, which is all along, which is an occasional fantasy sequences. She is a good singer. But as this episode demonstrates, when we were brought back to real life, when she's mm-hmm. actually singing in the RV, she is shown to be a very terrible singer. So much so that Elroy says we got to get this copy back so they can stop the dog from graduating. Well, and I, I also like uh, Elroy's new. Yeah. As it, we are reminded over and over in this episode, Elroy's new and he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. This is Elroy realizing Britta's the worst. Yeah. This is Elroy's moment. <laughs> yeah. He had a moment of bonding yeah. where he's like, yeah, we both like this this song and this singer. Yeah. And, and then, Britta kind of opened her heart saying, you know, I hope I hope the dog did graduate because they, they all treat me like a loser. But if, if a dog graduated, then we're all losers. Yeah. And that's a really great Britta moment. Yeah. Uh, but then Elroy realizes she is the worst yeah. and uh, get, get her out of here with the coffee. Yep. Uh, so then we see the Frankie and Annie in the records room. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing we see Frankie says, I discovered the smell. Someone filed the taco. Now here's what I'm going to ask you, Andrew, Lindy, who do you think filed that taco? It was filed under things that would otherwise <clears throat> be filed straight to my thighs. Well, I mean, it would have to be what the Dean's secretary or the Dean. I don't think the dean would file a taco. I feel like in a moment of spite, the dean's secretary would file it. Almost See, like uh, I, I do think the dean's secretary filed it, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but I don't think it was in a moment of spite. You think it was real? I don't. Th- I don't think it was in a moment of spite because I don't think if it was spiteful, she would have filed it under things that would go be filed straight to my thighs. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I think the secretary is 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 always sitting on the sidelines watching all this craziness going on at Greendale and you know she has her moments where sometimes she says uh you know she comes in and she gives like a wry look to the dean mm-hmm. and and is seemingly looking down on all this craziness but i think somewhere deep down inside she wants to maybe build a pillow fort that goes throughout the school she wants to get involved in a crazy paintball fight and so her little way like her little version of that is is whimsically filing away a taco with a with a sassy note 
that's what I think happened. That's my theory. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have that. So uh, Frankie uh, mentions uh, the, there's a, a big moment in the scene about hope. Yeah. Uh, she's Frankie's down on hope. She's given. She doesn't have hopes because yeah. hope leads to disappointment, and uh, she says something else. But Best say, but my my life value tripled when I gave up on hope and computer games about farming, phone games about farming. Excuse yeah. me. And uh, that's that's that seems to be like a really interesting uh, primal difference between Frankie and Annie. Yeah, Annie is full of hope constantly, and, yes. and Frankie doesn't have hope. She has uh, expe- realistic, not even expectations. I'd call them like just. Uh, she just sees things for what they are yeah which is really interesting uh and annie gets really mad at this and then of course annie's hope leads to disappointment because they do find the file on the dog and here's what i want to talk about the file oh i i the moment when they discover the file yeah uh frankie says it says ruffles and Annie says you think that's that's our guy guy? yeah and what i really like is okay so frankie's reaction is yeah of course yeah but this is, this, I don't think that's a bad question from Annie, because they have a lot of strange students. It's possible there might be more than one Ruffles at Greendale. Yes, definitely. Uh, especially when they have a student named Magnitude. It's no true. last name, just Magnitude. Uh, it's true. <clears throat> uh, well, here's what I want to talk about this transcript, is the transcript, and I don't know if this, this might be an error. Uh-oh. I don't, know if you, I don't know how transcripts worked, but the dog went to Greendale from 2001 to 2009, and yet its transcript has the Anus logo on it. Which we all know was not introduced to Greendale until 2010. I don't think it's entirely impossible that there was a reprint of the transcripts at some point. Okay, uh, you know they had a couple of fires and floods in that office <laughs> that is room. True. A couple of riots. A couple of riots. <laughs> uh, they could have had to print it that out a couple of times. That is a good point. Since that, uh, I'm right. willing to give it that benefit of the doubt. I'm satisfied. Uh, <clears throat> so now we go back to the. They, they take this to show to the thing, uh, the people. And, uh, they do the stuff with the thing. The, yeah, yeah, movie reference. So um, when we get back, uh, we see their their attack ad on the dog. That was part of their plan was to make an attack ad against yeah, the, dog, the dog to discredit the dog. To yeah. And uh, I have a question for you about this attack ad. Okay. Did you recognize right away whose celebrity voice that was supposed to be? No. Did you? No. Yeah. <laughs> after they said it, I thought, all right. Yeah, I could see it after they said it, but I certainly didn't recognize it going in. Do you think they were doing James Spader because of Avengers or because of Blacklist or or some other third reason that we're not sure of? I think just James Spader in general. You don't think it's anything at all related to Avengers? No, because they already did that with the trailer. Yeah, but maybe they did that with the trailer as like a no, cause it's connection. No, it's not the same. It's a not connection. the same kind of Spader. <laughs> it's two different flavors of Spader. Okay, you think this is more of a blacklisty spader? I think this is just a spader in general. I think uh, it, it feels kind of like his character in The Office, actually, who was a mm. big sleazeball. Uh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe a little black. I think I think I think Slater uh, Slater Spader in general kind of has the slightly sleazy, but is willing to get down and dirty and knock someone down vibe, which is what they were looking for in this uh, attack ad. Okay, but the attack ad uh, mentions how Ruffles uh, she's killing squirrels and rabbits. She's got worms. She spent some time on death row. She once impersonated a lobster. She's got 26 <laughs> kids. I think that's the best one. Once yeah. impersonated a lobster. It's, it's her just lo- her in a lobster it's costume. an adorable lobster costume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you, let me ask you this. Do you feel this in any way breaks the reality of the story? Because if they show that as an actual attack ad, I think anyone that watches that is just thinking, oh, this is a cute dog dressed as a lobster. I don't think that would ever be even remotely functional <laughs> as an attack ad. Have you finished Kimmy Smith? 
Uh, what do you think of that trial in Kimmy Schmidt? Well, no that's a, I mean, that's a completely different type of show. The reality of Kimmy Schmidt is 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 a lot farther. I think they're close enough. Community. I think they're close enough. I don't think so. I think they are. I think I think what's going on here is that this is Abed doing making an Abed film, making a cool Abed films uh, version of an attack ad. But do you think Jeff is into it? Well, I think Jeff is maybe a little sleep deprived at this point, mm. and I think he he's gotten he's gotten really focused on attacking the dog that he's maybe kind of lost sight of uh, of the ultimate goal here. Yeah, which is why he maybe is right to suggest that they need a fresh pair of eyes on that edit. That's true. That's true. He doesn't seem super into it. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't think this breaks anything out of anything. Yeah, I'm just saying I, don't, I, don't, I do not believe it to be an effective attack yet. No, but I I think it's a good joke. Yeah. And I think I'll maybe Abed, maybe Abed realizes that it's it's not serious in any way. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Abed says he wanted a James Earl Jones impersonator, but that's when they revealed that it was a James Spader, mm-hmm. and the James Spader impersonator won't go away. <laughs> Abed has had a lot of issues with uh, celebrity impersonators over his time at Greendale. Yep. It's a running theme in his life. Um, and then the dean brings the olives. Um, which is, I really want to highlight the Dean's face acting at this point because he gives Jeff the alls and Jeff is just confused. He doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the Dean looks at him with such love in his eyes. <laughs> it's a little moving and all, and also hilarious at the same time. Big, big credit to Jim Rash for the work he was doing in that scene. Um, and then we get a, so uh, Annie's upset. She doesn't like the course this is taking. She, upon upon fully reviewing the transcript, which reels the the dog basically did graduate, but they didn't give it a degree because of unpaid library dues. Yep. Um, she 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 says what they're doing here is evil. Yeah. She well, goes, she says there's a difference between truth and honesty. Yeah. And if they release that attack ad, then they're they're no better than City College. Yeah. But then if the whole point is being better than City College, like they're going to get ruined. Yeah. By City College. Yeah. It's a it's the Brenda paradox. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so she accuses them of being evil. At which point Frankie says, "Maybe not evil, silly at worst." <laughs> um, and then uh, Patashnik comes in with, "You know, you can be evil and silly like candy cigarettes." Or did you ever see Flavor Flav's uh, reality show? Which there's a, the, one of my favorite interactions of the episode. Uh, Frankie says, "I don't own a TV," and Elroy, Elroy gives the reaction you should always give someone mm. when they say, "I don't own a TV like that," which <laughs> is just kind of a mixture of shock and just like, "Why are you wasting? Why you could have said no, no, I haven't seen that show. Why are you wasting my time with this detail? I, what is wrong with you?" Just all that is expressed in, in his face. And I think there's an extra layer because Elroy's life is so into technology, yeah, that for her to be so anti. TV, yeah, he is, just does not get it. He just doesn't get it yeah. at all. Uh, and then, of course, Jeff is, uh, I think, understandably angry at Annie in that she, he was woken up at three in the morning and told to stop this, and now that he can stop this, he is being told not to stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gets it gets to a, a low point where Annie threatens to to transfer to City College, yeah, which is a threat she has made before. Uh, and and Frankie. Frank, this is an interesting point. Frankie mm-hmm. says, "If that's the price of you giving us that transcript, we'll we'll take it." And no one, no one, uh, no one tries to stop that. Like I get why Frankie would be fine with her transferring because she's only she hasn't been here long. Mm-hmm. But you, you, wouldn't you think uh, Jeff or Abba would say, "Whoa, hold on, partner." I think there's also another thing going on there because no one says anything, mm-hmm. but they all. I think they because they want Greendale to succeed. They're yeah. so committed to Greendale and to see Annie turn turn on in a way turn on greendale in the heat of the moment in the heat of the moment yeah but then frankie immediately follows up with i hope you're bluffing 
She says something like that. That is true. Yeah. Uh, which is which I think that's a great Frankie Frankie Annie Bond. Yeah. Because we see now that they're they're not on opposite ends. They shouldn't be fighting. They should be working together as they have been yeah. this episode. <clears throat> and uh, when she does leave, everyone is bummed out. Yeah. There's that. Um, where Elroy goes on about the price of a candy bar and yeah. how the old days were different. <clears throat> yeah, Excuse me. Uh, we, uh, uh, she says, here's what hope gets you, because that was a, in a callback to earlier. Hmm. She throws the transcript. She says, I hope you're bluffing, and he says, this is what hope gets you, throws the transcript, and says, that in a buck 49 will get you a candy bar. Abed says, uh, buck 79. She says, buck 79, Jesus! <laughs> uh, which is a, I, let's talk about that. Candy bars are expensive these days. That's why... Um, I agree with the point of view of community here. <clears throat> I go to Costco. Yeah. I get a box of Snickers. Gross. Well, you can get a box of whatever candy you like, but I get that box of Snickers, and the equivalent that I'm paying is 59 cents per Snickle. Snickle. That's a good, that's a deal. That's a deal when you see one, as Joe Dirt once said. All right. Uh, So, the next note I have is about Annie. Oh, I had a note from the start of the episode that I forgot to mention because I got it on my second note watch. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, Annie has staples saved as a contact on her phone, which I enjoy. Makes sense, yeah. <laughs> when she's scrolling through to call Frankie. Let me, and let me, this is what I want to talk about. Let me ask you. Do you have any businesses saved as contacts on your phone? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Can you care to what guess? You, what do you got? What business I got on oh, there? Oh, shit. It's a local business. I'm supporting local business. I don't know. Dan's Hamburger. Nice. I got pickup sticks on mine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I got I got I got a couple. I got pickup sticks. I got Nick's Deli, mm. and I got uh, mustards, a hot dog place I, I enjoy. You you pre order? That's what my yeah mine's for. That's yeah. what mine's for as well. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad we got that. Yep. <laughs> in here. Uh, my next note is Annie is actually applying at City College. Yeah. In in her little room. Yeah. Uh, and I noticed that her major listed was forensics. Yep. Uh, I would have rewound to see what else was listed on the form, but rewinding doesn't work on the Roku. Yeah. Uh, Yahoo Screen app on the Roku box. Yeah. No rewinds. Apple TV rewind works great. That's you know if if you if you have the means, I highly recommend it. As for Forest, Apple is Fer- buying Forest Bueller once said because I meant to say Ferris, and Forest came out instead. Apple has bought your ability to rewind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got candy prices written down. Uh, but Annie, Annie uh, had been interested in forensics since what season four, five? Yeah, correct. I, th- I think we we still were uncertain on it's if a, season it's, four. It's cloudy because no, yeah. because neither of us wants to rewatch season four, and it's a gas leak year. So yeah, who knows what was said? Who can say? So Annie storms out, and I forgot there's another moment of Elroy not know, not reading the room because he goes on about candy prices and says, "Oh, I'm sorry, were you guys close?" <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> doesn't realize the the gravity of the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abed says, "Hey," while she's applying. A- to Annie's transfer. applying yeah. on her laptop to City College. Abed says, "Hey, I think you should see this cut of the ad," and she says, "You know, I don't want to. I don't want to see that garbage." She's like, "I'm not a part of that." Yeah. Uh, um. Uh. But, and then, uh, so she watched Abed totally different ad. to watch it. Uh, it's a totally different ad uh, where they're saying, hey. They yeah, got Ruffles. Dean and Ruffles yeah. are hanging Ruffles, out. Ruffles, who should, is very old. If she came to the school in 2001, she's at least 14. Yeah. It's, old, it's, an, old, it's an old age for a dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, think, you think part of the professor scheme was that they kept replacing Ruffles with a different dog? I think, I don't know about that, but I think maybe Dean's scheme is to replace Ruffles with a different dog in the commercial. I have a hard Maybe. time believing that's the real ruffles in this ad. Is all I'm saying. It doesn't look like a, it doesn't look like a 14 year old dog. And uh, it's only 14 at least because we don't know that it was a puppy when it came to the school. No. We should make our own hashtags for each of our episodes to correspond to each of their episodes. Okay. So this one's hashtag ruffles age. 
<laughs> sure, I like that. Or, yeah, I'll, I'll take that one. Okay, Hashtag put that when you, when you post this episode on Twitter. Put Sh- that in. Sure. Um, and also, here, let me ask you this: How do you feel about uh, Dean saying uh, we got to get our shit together in the ad? Well, there's a couple of interesting things there. It's yeah. bleeped yeah. because it's supposed to be a TV ad. Yeah. So they can't do that. Yeah. Uh, but also, I think according to internet rules, they could say it on the internet. Well, yeah. Uh. Do you think maybe that was an unscripted, like unscript? I'm putting it in quotations. Like the dean, yeah, just said that off script. Not uh, not Jim Rash, but the dean. No, I don't think so. No, you think that was? Who do you think wrote that? Who do you think gave him that line? I think Abed wrote it. You think Abed did? Because I think Abed writes all. I think anytime anything is filmed, Abed. No one's willing to write it, but Abed. <laughs> okay. Maybe Dean wrote it because uh, Dean cares about things like that in general. But I, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to say either Abbott or Dean wrote it. Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting. Do you think they would have done that if the show was on NBC? I mean, they still bleeped it. But yeah, that's so. <laughs> my question stands: Do you think they would have done it on NBC? Probably, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> anyway, so she's. I think it just gets the point across. Yeah, I think whether or not they actually air that ad, it's just uh, the idea is that they cared enough to. Uh, to switch around the ad. Yeah. And then, of course, when Annie comes back to the group and says, oh, you switched it for me, Jeff is like, no, of course not. This it- is the best strategy where I get ahead of it, Letterman style. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yep. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to talk about Letterman? Well, you think this is, uh, do you, uh, it's interesting, this uh, sort of taking swipes at Letterman as he's on the way out. How do you, how do you what do you think? I don't do you think, think there's a, any significance I don't think that's to that? a swipe. Well, it's referencing him cheating on his wife. Which, which, but the way he handled it was by coming out on his show and saying, "Hey, I cheated on my wife." Yeah, he got out ahead of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is just a factual reference. But uh, if yeah. their if their method instead was to uh, deny it or not talk about it at all, I think if they said, "Oh, yeah, let's deny it or not talk about it at all," like Cosby, <laughs> then you know, <laughs> it's true. Then would you be like, "Oh, why are they taking swipes at Cosby?" Well, I mean, he's they, just in well, his pajamas, would... <laughs> calling up people in his ad. Well, he's not just doing that. <laughs> he's, in fact, has done a lot worse than that. Anyway, uh, anyway, so Chang comes in to show off his porno, <laughs> which I, <laughs> I love the dialogue in Chang's porno, yeah. which goes as follows: "Who are you? I'm the plumber. Why? <laughs> Here's why." And then presumably him taking out his penis. But here's the other interesting thing. Which just is so weird. It's so Changi dialogue. So weird. As he reveals, yeah. as as Abed's the only one who keeps watching. Yeah. Everyone else looks away in disgust. Abed is watching in wonderment. Yeah. He asks, is this pornography? Yeah. And then he says... What uh, lens are you using? No, he says, everyone is... You're the only person in it. Yeah. Which presumably means that Chang was We're both, both actors. Roles. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, then he says, what lens are you using? Chang says, who cares? Okay. And then Abed says, you may be a genius. You may be a genius. <laughs> but it's just, so, I mean, the, the, so the way the sentences are set up, not I'm the plumber, what are you doing here? We don't need a plumber. I'm the plumber, why? Yeah. Here's why. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Um, and then uh, we have the, what? Well, and then Chang realizes that he, that yeah, he shot in front of a plaster wall, which could be wearing anywhere. his green dilt. Shirt, shirt and, and he called he, the film <laughs> Chang does Greendale. <laughs> so then his response to this reshoots, reshoots, reshoots. reshoots. He, he, he wanders off, presumably to, to masturbate at City College once again. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully at City College this time. He might have just done it at Greendale out of laziness. <laughs> true, that is true. Um, but as long as he calls it Chang does City College this time, we'll be all it's right. Fine. Yeah. Uh, the tag we 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 we've, we we see the Jap the teen the teenage Japanese boy again. Yeah, he's he, playing video games. His father comes in to yell at him. 
Let me ask you this, and I don't know if you would have the answer to this, but mm. the, the the video game, there, there's English on the screen. Yeah. Is that a common thing in Japanese video games? I think it's not. We got a, a knock on the door. Common. That could be uh, David oh. King from the Midnight Marinara podcast. Uh, uh, which we'll, is a mystery why. What? You'll find, You'll find out, out at some point. Um, so uh, we're, we're, we're at the tag. We're, yes. we're, we're, we're wrapping up here. Uh, and his dad is furious with him because he has spent 40,000 uh, 40, yen, excuse me. And the things that charges. he says to him are kind of like mysterious. They're well, they're, kind of, it's, uh, it's very, it's like high drama almost. Yeah. He's saying, you know. He's it, like, the, I'm at the edge of well, your the vision. Kid, the kid says, you, you, when, well, first he, he says, you, you, I'm looking at my son, but I'm seeing the ghost of your uncle. <laughs> and then the kid says, when, you know, everything looks the same when you introduce to just numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the dad has a line that I really like, actually, where he says, you hate me because I'm at the edge of your world. But once you see past that, you'll realize it's different. Tokyo is a city that runs on blood, caked in flesh and sweat. And when you realize that, it, your world won't seem so small. And these are all subtitles, by the way. Yeah. This is, yeah. Uh, and then and then the father leaves in fury, and, and the kid is upset. So he, he texts Dean saying, I, 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 confession, I'm not Jeffrey. And I need a real friend. Yeah. Uh, the dean, doesn't, dean thinks this is just Jeffrey being weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I called him Jeffrey. That feels weird. <laughs> That's what the dean says. I know. Oh, um, and then uh, it's, the dean just never believes him. The text conversation ends, and we we get a little sort of flash forward narration, revealing that this kid grows up to be the head of the yakuza. <laughs> yeah, because of the dean. Because of this moment, he yeah. says it's silly looking back on this moment, yeah. but it led to me becoming the head of the yakuza. <laughs> yeah, uh, nuts. Yeah, uh, it's a great episode, though. I, I, I think I think that says it all. Really? Overall, great. Yeah. Any final thoughts? No. Uh, for, for episode 100 yeah, good stuff great episode 100 plugs plugs uh, I do another podcast called Nerds I Have You that's a podcast that I do with some other people like Jordan Scott Thomas yep. Willett yep. Matthew Esposito congrats yep. on getting married congratulations uh, and sometimes you over there I'm Mr. Matt there Benson too sometimes uh, and sometimes in fact say. our most recent episode uh, was kind of a weird uh, uh, special episode where I cut together early guess the ending segments oh. uh, because we didn't have time to record because of the Esposito wedding. wedding. Yeah. Uh, so go check that out. These yeah. are probably never been heard before. Guess the ending segments because they're from like two years ago. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're listening now, you probably weren't listening then. Yep. Uh, but that's nevpodcast.com, uh, benviewnetwork.com slash nev, or on Twitter at nevpodcast, and my personal Twitter at podcaster Andrew. Yep. Uh, go to benvnetwork.com check out all the other shows I do on there um, check out Benson's Boombox check out Popsicles check out Benview on Spielberg uh, and check out Matt and Breno's wrestling show uh, we're, we're, we're going to be we're going to be live at Wrestlemania coming this uh, Sunday so so look forward to that um, check out Midnight Marinara you might as well that's on benvnetwork.com as well say something David trust me it's very good oh that was the, the, the narrator himself uh, popping into the room giving you a little taster check that out at benvnetwork.com uh, you can follow this show uh, at uh, Shut Up Len Pod on Twitter. You can write us an email at shutupleonardpodcast at gmail.com. Please let us know which of us was insane earlier in this episode, which of us was not making any sense. I think at times both of us. Well, sure. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. Uh, oh, as always, do things to us on iTunes that we like. Write us a review, rate us, subscribe to us. That all helps us. It all helps the show get more popular. We'd love you if you did it. And Shut Up Leonard. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? 
Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite! This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.